Hello, welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. Thank you so much for having me on this amazing show that you have. No, no, no problem. How are you today? I'm good. Um, it started. It just started raining, which is pretty crazy. I did not. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I'm good. It's. I mean, it's been an exciting couple of days because I just announced my release yesterday. So, I'm good. I'm kind of. It's crazy busy. How are you? Good. Um, I did an interview just prior to this, and I feel like it's funny that I mentioned that because now I feel like when people watch this, they're gonna hear that. But yeah, I just. I just did that. So. I'm pretty, uh, pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good day so far. Nice. How many interviews do you normally do a day? Um, it's rare to do two a day. Um, usually one, cause like, um, I like to really focus on one, but sometimes I get two and then I have to like properly repair, but, um, yeah. it's all cool. It's all cool. Nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to start, I know we're already like jumped in the conversation of, yeah, okay. <laughs> My name is Real Osmond. Platform's called Studio One. Um, I've written for a ton of other publications in the past, but I really wanted to build this because I really wanted to highlight Toronto artists coming up because there's not too much press in our city. Um, I also interview acts around the world, across Canada, so glad to get you on. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. honored. Before we jump into it, um, can you briefly you know, introduce yourself and then we'll get started. Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Grace May. I am a Canadian R&B singer-songwriter, born and raised in Toronto. Uh, I guess that's my intro, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Um, yeah. Um, before we really get into the music side of it all, I know um, COVID and quarantine, you know, how have you been you know, dealing with that? I know we as a city, we're going into our uh, one-year anniversary since we had the lockdown. Um, how have you been doing in the city? Yeah, it really is the one-year anniversary. And I feel like we've all kind of been on the same like energy level this these past two weeks because it really does. It's 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 kind of almost unbelievable that it's been yeah. a year. Um, you know, it's been a year. So we're kind of, you know, you have some sort of groove, some sort of routine that you've adjusted to, um, created like almost like a new remote world for yourself to kind of like survive this. Yeah. So I'm just living in that remote world that I created. Um, and, you know, I'm super excited for the day that we can go out and, and, and spend time with people and hang out with family and friends. But for now, you just gotta kind of make do with what's going on. So yeah, I can't believe it's been a year. Um, yeah, it's surreal. <laughs> it is surreal. It is surreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, uh, you know, was growing up in Toronto for you, you know, what, at what point did, you know, music come into your life? I know you went to, that we can touch upon later, you know, you going to music school and things like that. You know, mm -hmm. when did music enter your life? Whether it's music being played around the house, certain artists that you gravitated towards, when did music yeah. kind of become part of your life? Also, sorry if you hear, like, I live very much in the city, like, so there's going to be a lot, probably honking and like, no city. No um, yeah, so I mean, I think I've been singing probably since I was around six, um, six years old, uh, you know, I sang in church and I sang like in the shower, 
like silliness, you know, I always knew that I loved to sing. I don't think I knew that it was the possibility to do it for the rest of my life. I just knew there was something that I really liked to do and people kind of liked when I did it. And so it just was like always a part of my life in that way. You know, I joined choir and um, my parents or both my uh, grandfathers on both my sides were musicians. Yeah. So um, I think that obviously that had some sort of influence on me um, as well. And I mean, there was always music growing up in the house, like whether it was opera or like Barry White, like such an eclectic kind of like gospel when it's Christmas and then like when it's spring, it's classical, you know? And so growing up in Toronto really, I think influenced me as an artist so much because it's one of the most diverse cities in the world. So it's just like, you're constantly surrounded by different cultures, different sounds, everybody has a different taste in music and um, now I digress. So when I knew that I wanted to do this for the rest of my life. I feel like I was kind of a late bloomer. Um, it was in high school when I was looking of where I was gonna go to school, like where I was gonna go to university or college. Yeah. And I applied like to everywhere under the sun for just like a, you know, random stuff, like nothing ever really kind of, and it's because I realized like, I would be so bored doing anything other than music. And that's kind of when it clicked, I think, where I was like, wait, I don't want to do anything else. I can't imagine spending my whole day studying something that's not music. Um, and then came Berkeley, of course, yeah. And with, you know, the musical background in your family, do you feel like it was, I guess, easy to make that path kind of, or was it a hard thing to say, I'm going to do music? Because you know, when we're all in like grade 12, you know, there's all that pressure of um, you got to figure out what you're doing now. And of course, yeah. when, you're, when you're in the creative world, people kind of look down upon that as it might not work. You know, was it a hard thing to push out and say, no, this is what I'm doing? That's a really good question. Um, it, I wouldn't say it was hard. I would say it was scary. Um, my family is extremely supportive and wonderful. Um, and I do think that because of the kind of like musical background, like a little bit, like um, my grandfather on my dad's side played bongos in Jamaica. And then my grandfather on my mom's side was in uh, choir school in Australia. So, um, you know, having having that in mind and like knowing that that was already kind of in, in the in the background of our of my genealogy. Yeah. Um, I don't think people were surprised, um, but my family's always been extremely supportive. So I think making the leap, I don't think it was scary, but it wasn't hard. It was, it was just, it felt right. And luckily I was supported. And of course I had to kind of prove that it, it was going to be worth it, you know, to, to do this career. But I knew that, you know, because it meant so much to me, I was going to make, I was going to prove that it was worth it. And a lot of the times when I talk to artists or even, you know, when you watch documentary or things like that, a lot of artists at that certain age kind of decide, you know, is it school? Is it music? Mm. What am I doing, right? And for me, you know, I, I studied journalism, so it kind of veers in music journalism. So I kind of got the best of both worlds. You know, for you, how much did it help that you were at a music school, learning music and being around that environment? In terms of, you know, my artistry? Yeah, just uh, the building. Oh my gosh. 
it was everything. It was everything. Um, I would not be where I am today if I didn't go to school for music, I think. Um, part of the reasons why I chose the school that I did was because it wasn't just a program. It was an actual school of music. Like there wasn't, you, you know, you had to be there if you played an instrument, period, end of story, right? So um, I wanted to be surrounded by, I wanted to be in that environment. Um, and being in that environment and like being, you know, it, it felt like super cheesy, but like those, it really did feel like those movies like Raise Your Voice or like not so much high school musical, but you know, like yeah. people are playing instruments in the hallways and like people break out into song in the cafeteria. And like when it was snow days, cause I went to school in Boston. So in snow day, mm -hmm. uh, when school was canceled, we would have what's what they called snope and mics, which yeah. sounds so cheesy, but it was amazing. And it wasn't just like a, you know, first year hang. It was like the whole school would chill in the cafeteria when there's a huge snowstorm happening outside and watch people perform their original music. And that was like insanely, incredibly inspiring. Um, and definitely grew me into like who I am today and like inspired my songwriting and all, and all of that. It is pouring rain. I'm uh, I'm, I'm around North York, so it hasn't hit yet. So. Really? Okay. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, Can you hear it? A little bit, but it's not, not, nothing crazy. <laughs> so don't even worry. But um, as an artist, you know, was it hard for you going on stage and seeing a crowd and singing? Did you have to like grow into that? How did that part of being an artist build upon itself so performing i love performing i think i wouldn't i don't think i i think it comes naturally to me i'm obsessed with being on stage i get very nervous don't get me wrong and i'm sure people can attest to moments where i've forgotten many lyrics because i'm nervous yeah. but now as a more experienced performer like i'm more prepared and um, I, that's where I feel like I belong and on stage. For being an artist, you know, whether it's, you know, you're making songs and things like that. I know you've released, you know, Quiet. You know, for you, with that experience, was it a relief? You're like, oh, it's finally out? Or were, were you kind of like, I can't believe it's out. People are hearing my voice. Um, it's out there. You know, how, how did that experience feel? It was all of the above. It was all of the above. Um, Quiet, I'm so fortunate that I got to release it the way that I did. Um, I really feel like it was kind of like a, I just wanted to try it. I just wanted to like, I feel, I felt like I'd been saying I was an artist for so long, but had, you know, not, didn't have, I kind of sometimes felt like I had nothing to show for it. Yeah. So I wrote the song that meant a lot to me and I worked with the right people and the, and amazing people and amazing guitarist and, um, it really felt right at the time, especially with like how I was feeling, you know, the song is obviously about like going through a hard time. So when it was out, it helped me feel better, you know, after going through kind of a rough period. Um, it was insanely nerve wracking because it is quite a raw song. So it's just like vo pure vocals, but it's exciting because it's like, okay, well, that's me. So people can take it or leave it, but like, that's my voice this is my you know style um and 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I, quiet has like a special place in my heart and always will. Yeah. And the unique thing too is, um, I know you grew up in Toronto, but you know, a lot of your development, whether it's, you know, being in Boston, I think you've lived or stayed a, a long time in New York, mm-hmm. you know, talk about having that unique perspective of the world and how that's kind of helped music. Immensely. I mean, as I said, like growing up in Toronto, you're seeing different types of people every day. You're seeing different types of colors and cultures and food and hearing different types of sounds and music. And so being able to, I spent about five years in the US um, and I met, you know, so many different types of people, so many different types of musicians who grew up so many different other places. So being able to have relationships with them and, you know, work together was amazing. And living in New York was one of the best years or like, yeah, it was one of the best years of my life because it was music all day, every day, all the time. Like if you ever wanted to do it, like if at any point you're like, oh, I'm kind of worried I want to do something, there was something to do. There was somewhere to go. You could play, you know, you could go to a open mic and sing if you wanted to, you know what I mean? Like there was a jam that night or something like that. So I think living in New York really uh, uh, kind of inspired me to let go more, you know, to not be so structured, not be so like, okay, I need to plan six weeks ahead for for a show. I'd get a text, like be like, hey, you wanna do a show in two days? And so having that for a year was a phenomenal experience and I would go back in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, so I know yeah. you said, you know, quiet was sort of your way of never quite felt like you were being an artist or you never had enough to prove. So with this upcoming single and of course, eventually this EP, you mm-hmm. know, why in particular does this time feel right to kind of push forward, you know? Um, another great question. Um, this music is the sound that I have pictured in my head since I was a kid. Like this is the music that I've always dreamed of making. And, uh, you know, it took a while, but you know, Rome, Rome wasn't built in a day and, um, I had to find the right people. I had to, uh, you know, come to terms with a lot of feelings and experiences that I'd had previously. And I think it feels right because like all those things, I didn't rush it. Like it was like, I, I, I knew that I had something good. And so I nurtured it and found the right people and spent time giving it the time that it deserved. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to know, I feel like as an artist, when something's done, right? Like you never, you're always like, you could always get back in the studio and like add sounds and add, like even the other day I was singing along to one of the songs in the EP and I was like, oh, I should have added this ad lib in there. Yeah. You know, but I think part of it is it feels right when someone else listens to it and they have a good response, right? Cause you're your biggest critic. So <laughs> when uh, learning to let go, once you've given it everything, that's kind of how I felt with the CP. It was like, I gave it everything. Now I need to release it and let people hear it. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited and scared. I want to talk a bit 
a bit more about the EP, but um, let's talk about the new song that's upcoming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, tell us, you know, about that and you know why you decided on this one. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, Angel is coming out in a week, pretty much. Um, March 19th. It's the first single off of my debut EP. Um, and it was the first song I actually wrote of the EP. So when I wrote it, I kind of already knew it was going to be the single. I just knew, I think I wrote the chorus first. It feels like a long time ago now, but I think I wrote the chorus first and it felt so right. It, it, it sounded, I wrote the whole song in a night. Um, and I just knew, like, I just knew that I hadn't even planned on writing an EP, but then I wrote Angel and I knew I needed to write an EP, you know? <laughs> so I'm really excited for people to hear it. I'm nervous. As I said, like, this is like my, this is my sound. And so it's, you know, pretty, I feel pretty vulnerable or I will feel pretty vulnerable once it's out, but I also get to like let go of a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like once it's out, that's a chapter that I can kind of close now. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, when I'm performing, I'm going to sing it for, I'm going to sing it for the rest of my life, but I think it'll mean different things to me at different points in my life. For sure. Um, yeah. I've had the pleasure of talking to some artists over the years, you know, whether about to release their debut album or debut EP. And I always, you know, ask a question like, how do you feel before it's out and how are you going to feel after it's out? You know, for you, I think I read, you know, a little bit about how you see this as kind of your own baby, right? Mm -hmm. So you spent like your whole life kind of building towards this. You know, I know it's hard to put into words, but it will eventually be out, you know? Is, is it going to be kind of like a surreal, you know, like it's really out, you know, it's on streaming platforms. You know, talk to me about that it's going to be incredibly surreal um i'm gonna feel so proud i'm gonna feel so emotional i'm really excited for my family to hear it because you know they've heard quiet and they've seen me perform a number of times but as i said before like angel really is like this ep is my baby and so for other people to be able to hear it is uh gonna be insane it's gonna be I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Um, you know, this is my first EP. Like I almost feel like Angel or sorry, Quiet came out almost exactly three years ago. Um, so it almost feels like I've never, you know, it's been so long since I've released anything that this is like, I feel so new to this. Um, and I think people can kind of tell I'm trying to be as transparent as I can on social media in terms of like, bear with me while I figure out how to release this. And yeah. Um, promote it. And I just, at the end of the day, I just hope when it comes out that it resonates with people. Yeah. And, you know, when we're growing up listening to music, you know, we have that outsider's perspective, you know, not really know how the industry works and how releasing music works, you know, throughout your journey, you know, growing up with Toronto, being in Boston, being in New York, what's something that's kind of been eye-opening for you that's helped you in your music that you kind of didn't know really, but now once you're a part of the kind of the system you're like oh that's how it works and it's kind of helped you oh my gosh well I will say you know I think I was very fortunate to study it 
And I also studied a little bit of music business. So I kind of had an idea, but I think when you step over to the artist side, you kind of, you have two brains. And so when you're trying to be a creator and yes. also trying to figure out how to release, it can be very challenging. So I think the most important thing for me was to find a team. What I've learned over the years is just like, it's the people around you that really can help you succeed. And it's the, it's, all you need is one person to believe in you. And so I tried to find a few people or just that one person that, that believed in this music and uh, who would help me with the release process. Because even though I studied it a little, you're so biased, you know, when you're the artist. And I think like you kind of, you're like, you've sit, you've been with this project for so long that sometimes it's hard to see the logical business head type decisions that you should be making. So I think um, it really is that just the people around and whether that's like just my family, my friends, like people have really, this is like a community effort, this EP. <laughs> people have been really, really helpful in answering all my questions. And I send like photos to my friends and I'm like, which one should be the single art? Like, what do you think as a listener? Um, yeah. Perfect. Um, this has kind of been the common theme with all my interviews for the past year, because mm -hmm. um, I'm so used to talking with an artist and then kind of ending it with tour dates being listed or their shows or there's something outside in the world that we can talk about. But because that's washed away, I do like just a new question. So for you with this music, um, mm -hmm. During COVID, during quarantine and being at home, what's something that you've learned throughout this process, whether it's for yourself, whether it's your mental health, how has kind of being in this kind of lockdown um, helped you and whatever that is, how is that gonna help you when hopefully things kind of move forward? That is a really good question. I feel like everybody should reflect on that at some point, especially as the one year anniversary of COVID. Um, yeah, sure. Ooh, I think that it's not only kind of highlighted the importance of uh, connection, like of staying connected with the people that are in your life, but I think also like staying connected with yourself, like not losing yourself, um, you know, in this, your routine changes, your whole, I mean, essentially, I'm sure all of our lives were kind of turned upside down 180 you know and so I kind of had to like re-get to know myself in a new space like I you know who am I if I'm not performing on stage who am I if I'm at home by myself most of the day like do I do I enjoy hanging out with myself I do yeah. and so like kind of like getting to know myself again I guess because we spend so much time by ourselves and 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 I think once you are more comfortable in, in who you are and who I am as an artist and like what I'm trying to say, then I also feel like I make more meaningful relationships with other people and with my friends and my family, um, you know, because your mental health matters. And so you need to kind of, um, I tried to make that a priority this year, essentially. And I think um, still working on it. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. To conclude, um, it's really fortunate to get your music, you know, passed along. I think it's really great. Um, um, 
I would say, you know, for the all artists that I've spoken to, you know, this is a really like a special moment. So, you know, hold on to this because, you know, once that music's out, now it's out. So, um, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, you know, the next time we chat, it's, you know, in person. Um, oh my gosh, I would love that. Yeah. Um, Till then again, thanks for the chat and, you know, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much, Jabal. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Studio One.